Next up on the Mutual Audio Network, fiction from our future. Welcome to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. The following audio theater is rated ADG for general audiences. In the distant reaches of space, a lone ship plunges deep into the unknown. Her crew? Reg McCorum, ship's captain. Granier Kachowa, pilot. Shen Enling, ship's doctor. Gormar, engineer. Aiden Vosky, mechanic. Trapped in a nebula, the crew of the Tiger search for a way out as enemy ships begin to close in. Jabberwocky Audio Theater presents Rogue Tiger. Tonight's episode, Cat and Mouse, part four. What do we have, Aiden? Three ships bearing 170 by 215. Have you moved the ship? Only thrusters, like you said, Captain. Enough to change course. And? And they altered course to match. They're confident. Wouldn't you be? Aiden, let me take the controls. Sure thing, Rania. Captain, what is our status? Precarious, Your Highness. One moment. Are you sure we can't risk a jump inside the nebula? Remember, they're gravity generators. Do you want to endanger the princess? Dormar, have you finished modifications to the sensor drone as we discussed? Yes, Captain. But I thought you wanted to use it as an echo drone in an attempt to escape. Right now, we need to find a way to escape the incoming ships. Understood. I will stand by. An echo drone? I see. You mean to use the drone to broadcast the tiger's signal like a sensor ghost? Correct. Only we'll increase the drone's signal so it becomes an irresistibly loud target. And we become the ghost. I still don't understand how they've been able to track us inside the nebula. Maybe we're too close to the edge. Two more ships coming in from the opposite vector. Tormar, ready on the drone? Grania, prepare to change course. Ready. Ready. All right. Launch the drone, but make sure it's on our same course, just a tad faster. Launch. The signal is good. Okay, don't boost the signal until we change course. Grania? Easing us away from this course. All right, Tormar, let's boost the signal on the drone. I have increased it 30%. We're on course deeper into the nebula. Hopefully that will distract them long enough. Are they firing on the drone? Yes, someone's eager. Did they just hit one of their own ships? It looks that way. Well, that's some good news. I don't care what you meant to do, Captain. I expect you to lend the Arjuna whatever assistance it needs to repair the damage you did. And I want both of your ships back on station in the next 20 minutes. Silver Star out. Transmission cut. Half of these captains have never sailed with anyone else, Captain, let alone together. We should have expected someone to be this stupid. Agreed, Mr. Borte. But the longer we wait, the more likely this will happen again. Rickon? Are we still receiving the Shinwei signal under their echo drone signal? Checking, Mom. Are we sure it's a drone? That's what Reg would always have me use. Perhaps Reg McCorum has come to the bottom of his bag of tricks. The tug is hailing us. Do you have a fix? It's coming from what we think is the drone. Put him on. 
I wanted to see if you were ready to surrender, Sylvia. You're not making this easy, Reg. I'm not the one firing missiles at shadows. Can I be blamed if your lads are impetuous? Yes. Yes? For two reasons. One, because you must know how Darius does not look kindly on captains who fail. Two, because you could just give us the CT brat and be done with it. Well, for number one, it's been years since I cared how Darius Constantinus looked at me, and two, why should I believe you'll just let us fly away if we give her to you? Because Darius isn't out here, and these captains know they answer to me. But I don't answer to you, Sylvia, and I don't trust you either. You'll be doing one or the other before too long. Rickon, do we have the Shinwei signal? Ah, uh, I think so. No, so. Forte, order Captain Supuentes to pursue. She didn't look happy, Captain. I'm not particularly happy, Grania. And I am outraged you would let her refer to me that way, Captain. These people do not care for your honor, Princess. Only your life. I'm not going to spend time defending your honor and the honor of your house to someone who will not value it. My first duty is to protect the heir of Clark Timurin. I... I see. Thank you for explaining, Captain. Not at all, Princess. You must be tired. Aiden? Yes? Why not show the Princess to the galley? You can take refreshment while we deal with matters up here. Very well. Alert me at once if there are developments. Of course. If I didn't hear it with my own ears, I wouldn't believe it. What? You were positively dashing, Captain. Oh, please. I'm not smitten. Then you're not looking. She's a good candidate to be smitten by. Or for smiting. Yes, well, that's what I'm trying to avoid. Her getting smited now means the death of us all. But why so dashing? We're surrounded by my former comrades who have already shown they're happy to kill me. I need new allies, Grania. I can't say I have any love for the CTs or any great house, but they may be the key to chasing these boogeymen away in the long run. Provided I get these current boogeymen off our backs. Hey, you do that, and I placate the princess, fair? I'd rather deal with the princess. Do you think Captain McCorum will find a way out of this, Aiden? If anyone can, he can. Though I think he was annoyed he didn't manage to get that other captain, Sylvia Malabar, to reveal much. I wonder why he hailed them. Oh, Nalini, I didn't have a chance to mention it, but while I was on watch, I repaired your amulet. Oh, thank you, Aiden. I'm pretty sure you can't see the micro-welds. Oh, no, it looks... Well, I won't say it looks as good as new, because it's ancient. <laughs> but it looks wonderful. Thank you. Well, I hope Tinker doesn't mind. I uh, didn't show him yet. Where is Tinker, anyway? He's working with Tormar to improve the guidance systems on your remaining missiles. Everyone hang on. It looks like we're being chased again. There's no rest, is there? What do you see? If I'm not mistaken, it's the Kestrel and one other ship moving towards us. How far? Still a good distance, but they're ignoring the Echo Drone. I'm going to cut the signal and pilot it back here. Maybe we can still use it for something. They're not trying to surround us quickly this time with only two ships. 
They mean to hurt us. My guess is all their other ships are going to move in slowly until we run out of nebula. How much nebula do we have to play with? Enough to keep them at bay for a few hours, but they have numbers on their side. Unless we can find out how they're able to track the tiger, they'll eventually catch us. You've been listening to Jabberwocky Audio Theater. Tonight's production, Rogue Tiger, Episode 24, Cat and Mouse, Part 4 of 5. Produced by Jabberwocky Audio Theater in association with Arlington Independent Media, WERALP 96.7 FM, Arlington, Virginia. Featured in the cast were Brooks Tegler as Captain Reg McCorum, Nick DePinto as Aidan Bosky, Aaron Goldstein as Grania Kachoa, Sophia Medley as Princess Nalini, Phil Amico as Tormar, Carol McCaffrey as Captain Sylvia Malabar, Yasmin Twizon as Ricken, and Bjorn Munson as Jochi Borte. Recorded at Big Ben Studios by Matt Bostaff. Music composed by John Maestri and arranged by Jason Chimola. Supplemental recording at Tohubahu Productions in Burke, Virginia. Dialogue editing by Maurice Malda. Sound effects editing, mastering, and final mixing by William R. Coughlin. Tonight's episode was written and directed by Bjorn Munson. This recording is the property of Team Jabberwocky, LLC, and may not be rebroadcast, retransmitted, or redistributed without express permission from Team J. The underlying content, including the script, story, and characters, remain the exclusive property of their owners and are used with permission. For all the latest episodes and information on Jabberwocky Audio Theater, visit jabberaudio.com. If you're enjoying Rogue Tiger and the other yarns we spin at Jabberwocky Audio Theater, be sure to subscribe and share, and please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash teamjabberwocky for exclusive content and to help us continue to bring you further tales of high adventure and mysterious suspense. Until next time, this is William R. Coughlin saying thanks for listening, and tune in next week for the conclusion of Rogue Tiger, Cat and Mouse. Hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Buongiorno. I am Flaudio, and I am very interested in what makes audio drama work. I want to share with you my recipe for a perfect evening, an evening for two lovers, lovers of audio drama. When I plan an audio drama, I want to make sure that everything is perfect for us. The soundscape is the most important thing to set the mood for the night. When I lay in a special ambiance or sound effect, it is very important because it can express what I feel so perfectly. A sound effect can speak for the story when words just cannot capture the love I feel. Love I feel for you. When it is dark, 
I turn on the sound effects. I turn up the soundscape. And the voices can then dance in a perfect state of bliss, where there is no world except the one we make with our love. No time except what is needed for our story to play out. A story that we will make come true. This audio drama public service announcement was brought to you by the Amigos. 